It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Friday, my friends. Welcome, of course, to yet another Andy Goldstein Talks the Daily Podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. Or, of course, if you want to find me on Insta, at AndyGoldstein05. Anyway, you can check me out, more importantly, on Drive Today, last Drive Show of the week from 4pm. Now, we kick things off today with Manchester United and the news that Britain's richest man, Sir Jim Ratcliffe, is interested in buying the club. The Times senior sports writer, Matt Dickinson, has told TalkSport Breakfast that Ratcliffe will be aiming to take over United's majority stake in the future. Certainly understand that the Glazers are looking for some kind of outside investment for a stake and Jim Ratcliffe is willing to discuss that at the same time. Yeah, I think we see from his other businesses and certainly knowing the means he's got available to him that he's not the type to stay a sort of silent minority holder for forever. I think he's he's a guy who likes to uh, own things, control things and run things. So I yeah. think if, if he was to get involved, even if it was initially as a min- with a minority stake, he would want that to, well, I was told sort of firmly yesterday that that uh, he would want that to be with a view to a full takeover. So the ball really is in the Glazers' court now. Obviously, you know, the state of United, I think obviously the way the club's been run is catching up with them now on and off the pitch. And um, I think the club is at an absolutely fascinating fork in the road for its history. On to Manchester United Supporters Trust spokesperson Chris Rumfit. Strange name. Who believes any new owner has to buy into the club both financially and emotionally. Oh, I'm buying the club. No, that's not what it means. Well, it's clearly a very interesting development. Um, there's a lot of speculation about, you know, a change of ownership or, or new investors, you know, in the in the light of everything that's going on. We've, we've called for change. The change has to be the right change, though. We're not going to just accept any prospective new owner. And we've got a few things we want from the new owner. We want them to commit to the culture and ethos and best traditions of United. We want them to invest real money in the playing side and in the stadium. And we want them to embed supporters in any new ownership model. But if there's a if there's a new owner coming along, whether it's Jim Ratcliffe or anyone else, who sort of ticks those three boxes, then we'll be very interested to talk to them. Talk sport breaking news. Manchester United hope to complete the £60 million signing of Real Madrid midfielder Casemiro in time to unveil him at Monday's game against Liverpool. Brazilian Casemiro has accepted the personal terms on an offer from United with the two clubs in advanced talks. Now we're just one day away from the World Heavyweight Championship rematch between Anthony Joshua and Ukraine's Alexander Usyk. And of course it's live only on TalkSport. I say one day away. 
you might be listening to this on Sunday, in which case you missed Anthony Joshua getting beaten up in the third round. Anyway, here's his promoter, Eddie Hearn, the legend Bob Arum and former World Cruiserweight champion Johnny Nelson looking ahead to that fight. Usyk's got a country to fight for. He's very patriotic. U- Usyk, you, you're fighting a man that is not motivated by money. He's not motivated by fame. He's motivated. He's a passionate, intelligent guy. Usyk, this is one step in Usyk's life. Usyk will go on to be a politician or a, a, a spokesman or something like that. This is a, I was in the dressing room when he boxed AJ the last time. The flag was up. The national anthem was playing. He was laid down. He was meditating to the national anthem. Nobody dared go close to him. You look at yesterday when he came in in, in the authentic warrior clothes of, of, of Ukraine. This guy wants to send a message. This is just part of his journey. So you're fighting a man with serious intentions. He's not motivated by money. That, and that makes this fight even harder for AJ. But it's not an impossible ask. The heavyweights. So anything can happen in a heavyweight fight. But all things being equal, I favor Usyk by quite a bit. But again, it's heavyweight. Joshua has a very good punch. Uh, Usyk can get caught like anybody else. So nothing is definitive when two big heavyweights get in a ring together. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. When you don't love something anymore, and when you don't have the hunger for something anymore, especially in boxing, it becomes very dangerous. If you're talking about an anti-Joshua who had this fight, who lost and went, I just don't want it anymore. I would say to him, pack your gloves up. When you've got a guy who's traveling up to Loughborough every week, grafting because he loves the sport of boxing and he's physically as good as he's ever been, why would you retire when you beat the pound for pound number one? There's no easy way out. There's no shortcut Two losses have put huge dents in Anthony Joshua. I do think from the very beginning, I know him all the way back, you know him longer, Spencer, but I know him all the way back to about 2010 uh, when he emerged in the British team as an amateur. And I think he didn't know how far he could go. He was amazed by what he discovered about himself, what, how the British public loved him in 2012, a decade ago, when he won Olympic gold. He now has riches beyond his, his wildest dreams. He's in the third transmogrification of his career, phase three of his career. And I think he's admitting there, look, I'm up with all the elite fighters in the world and I'm not sure if I'm the number one or not. Do you envisage us getting that opportunity to see Tyson Fury fight the winner of this at the weekend? With the amount of money that would be involved in the unification fight, I cannot conceive of Tyson Fury walking away from that kind of pile of greenbacks, as we call it, dollars or pounds. Uh, So no, I I think that we will have a grand unification fight, maybe the first quarter of next year, maybe even sometime in December. Now, comments have resurfaced from July when promoter Eddie Hearn focused on the growth of boxing in Saudi Arabia when questioned about holding Usyk Joshua 2 out there. Simon Jordan says Hearn is not one to be dealing out moral lectures. That's a bit rich from Eddie because the only reason he's over there is because he's being paid an inordinate amount of money and earning an enormous amount of money. And I think he should wind it back a little bit because there's a great deal of disingenuity. And there is a lot of things about Saudi Arabia that should trouble a lot of people. 
Of course we need more investment in this country. We know that the investment structure of this country in terms of a lot of things leaves a lot to be desired. But I really don't feel that we need a lecture from Eddie Hearn. I really don't think he's the moral compass on this argument. He would go anywhere if there was a pound note at the end of it. With the greatest respect, which means none, I think that should be something that Eddie winds it in. Right? If you want to sit there blowing smoke up Crown Prince Khalid's backside all afternoon, that's your business. But don't come start lecturing the rest of us about how the world should see things. You want to be a grassroots funder? Get your hand in your pocket. You can fund as many boxes and sparrows as you want as, uh, uh, during the course of your time because you've made millions out of boxing. That annoys me. That's one thing suggesting that this is a great place for boxing to be and understanding that the Saudis are developing things for their own people and developing sport to push back against the argument this is only one thing and one thing only. But leave off with the comparison. You're stretching the envelope a little bit far. That's something I think is a little bit too much from you because the only reason you're there is because of the dough. On now to the Europa League qualifiers where West Ham beat Viborg at the London Stadium. West Ham 3, Viborg 1. The Hammers ahead with their first goal of the season midway through the first half. Maxwell Cornet's cross headed in by Gianluca Scamacca for his first West Ham goal. Assistant manager Billy McKinley says it was good to see their £35 million signing get off the mark. It's great, isn't it? You know, listen, we all, we've all been aware of strikers who need to get off the mark and, 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 and the feeling they get when they take that pressure off them initially. So really good to see, to see him score certainly his first start I think the assist came from Maxwell which is good again so you know when the new players come to the club particularly strikers as you know they're judged on goals and they judge themselves on goals so for him to go off the mark was really good and it was nice for Maxwell to get an assist as well The second leg should be a formality next week but West Ham did at times make it hard for themselves here West Ham 3 Viborg 1 On now to cricket and South Africa are in a strong position after day 2 of the first test against England at Lords Here's TalkSport correspondent John Norman at the close of play A seventh wicket partnership of 72 seems to have put South Africa back into the ascendancy. Last ball safely negotiated by Janssen, who will walk off unbeaten with 41, Rabada 3. Uh, the lead 124, South Africa 2-8-9 for 7 at Stumps. Ben Stokes has been urged not to put his career at risk by consistently bowling when injured. Stokes hobbling throughout a persistent knee problem took three wickets for England on day two of the first test against South Africa. But former England bowler Steve Harmison says the test captain needs to protect his body. Now Basball's got to come in to Ben Stokes now because somebody's going to have to go to him and tap him on the shoulder and say, right, the positive outcome of this situation is you are going to have to stop bowling like that. You have retired from Monday cricket to prolong your test match career. I think Ben said it himself. I think oh, actually Brendan said it. Easy said it. Ben Stokes to play 100, 120, 125 test matches. He plays 125 test matches if he doesn't bowl like that. If he bowls like that, he probably won't play 100. Now, ahead of Saturday's half-past-twelve clash with Wolves on TalkSport, Tottenham manager Antonio Conte has been speaking to our very own Ian Abrahams. In that chat, Conte revealed he's keen for Spurs to be nastier and always aim to win. But uh, this, uh, this is a step that uh, I continue to ask to my players. We need to continue to, to complete this step because to be nasty is very important. It means that... Uh, you have to feel, no? You have to feel the, the blood of your opponent and then uh, to try in a sportive way to kill your opponent. Otherwise, I repeat, when you go to play a game, you can draw also. But at the same time, you have to understand that if the draw is a success for you, a draw is a, a loss. 
if uh, you want to have ambition, I think that uh, you have to think only to get three points. Uh, the draw is uh, half uh, lost. I'm trying to transfer my idea, no? I try to transfer this feeling, you know? Because uh, it's important. If you want to be competitive, if, if you want to have the ambition to fight for something important, you have to improve in many aspects. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. On now to former Villa captain Gabby Agbonlahor, revealing he failed a massage class. I was in the academy at Aston Villa, mm-hmm. signed as, uh, as a scholar, and we had to do one day a week, at least, college. We could choose anything to do, anything. And boys being boys, we all chose me, Craig Gardner, there was other players. We chose massage, right? Right. Why is that? At College, because we thought we were going to breathe all the girls. <laughs> and, like, you know, and then when we got there, they put us all together, just the lads. And we were doing, we had to do massage just together. <laughs> a lot of theory work as well, isn't there? For the, like, yeah, the body yeah, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. We was like, we've picked the wrong thing to do here, lads. And we had to do that for a year. And I don't think any of us passed, to be honest. Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on Talks About wherever you get your podcast from. I'm back on Anagos since Drive Time Show at 4 pm today. After us at 7 pm over on Talks Two, you can hear Norwich v Millwall in the Championship, presented by Dan Windle. There will, of course, be another one of these Anagos in Talks About Daily Podcasts at first in the morning, so do what you got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day in the bubble. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. 